I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast, 387's After Show. <laughs> Here we are. It's the After Show. <sighs> A few moments ago, we... Well, we wrapped up the regular show in which we also had special guest Madison Walker talking a little bit about what she's going to be doing in 2022. Also telling us about the various hats that she wears uh, both on and off the disc golf course. And sure enough, got to say it, just a few weeks away from the regular old season getting Uh, going. I don't even want to think about it. Dang, like uh, less than a month? I mean, do we consider the All-Star weekend part of the regular season? Nope. Okay, because it hasn't officially kicked off the tour. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Okay. Uh, So, as many of you are, if you don't know this, you're a few weeks behind. Disc Golf Con uh, has been officially postponed. So, we're going to see the All-Star weekend taking place, I believe, the 11th, 12th, 13th, sometime in that time frame. Uh, the following weekend, we will not or week we will not see Disc Golf Con as I'm looking at a schedule, and then uh, following after that is when we will see the Las Vegas Challenge, I believe, starting up on February 24th. Yeah, there we go. The Thursday, the 24th, 25th, 26th, and 27th. It's all right around the corner, Johnny. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm one of the few people that's probably not looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh do, w- is it fair to say that you have things to get organized and in yeah. place yeah well i mean just in general uh, it's, wow it, it, uh, it's not a surprise are you done with disc golf johnny no not at all you just created this fancy fantasy league thing no and that's <laughs> honestly I, i'd like to spend more time dedicated to that um i'm i you know it's no surprise that you know, we started Smashbox many years ago doing the live broadcast stuff, and I don't plan on leaving Smashbox anytime soon because I enjoy it. Uh, but the live broadcasting stuff, uh, my, my goal this year is to be able to confidently hand it off to somebody else. And 
I would like to reduce the number of weekends I'm doing it. Probably not step away. I don't foresee that happening. There's there are certain things that I do that uh, you know, other people just aren't qualified to do, and I don't know if they would ever be qualified to do. Oh, I think you're replaceable. I'm replaceable in a lot of aspects. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me. But with some of the new technology that we're looking at diving into, doing cloud-based stuff and things like that, there's there's a level of expertise that I have that you just, I mean, it's not easy to teach as opposed to some of the things that uh, for production that a lot of people do. You know, cloud, it's one thing to be, to bring in someone like, someone awesome like Ian, Ian Lunger out of Portland who does ultimate uh directing and he he did a lot of the disc golf pro tour directing this past year you know that's that's fine and dandy and he he's a phenomenal he's better than me at it hands down not gonna lie he's a better director he has way more he has more experience and he stepped into the role very well but there are just like i said technologically speaking there's some things that only i do that i don't know if i would even if I could even teach somebody or if i did what the you know the time it would take i think i'll always be a part of the pro tour it's just a matter of to what degree. So things like that. And again, I'm not leaving. No one's getting rid of me. I can't. You, you can't. I mean, I mean, you could. We'll find. <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way. That's true. <laughs> if, if you try hard enough, you can. But uh, but yeah. So uh, and I get this way, I think, every year at the beginning of the season. I, I dread the the number of weekends I have in front of me, but then they seem to go by very fast and they're a lot of fun and it's exciting and this and that, but it's this time when you're just like, it, I don't know. I feel like my summer is ending and I'm ready to go back to school. Mm. You're just kind of like, Oh really? I got it every day. I got to go to school. I don't get these. I don't get this nice free summertime as a kid anymore. That's how I'm, I'm feeling right now. Once I'm into it, you see all your friends again, you know, you, you, you just, you just do it. Well, as we said, uh, jam-packed. I think the Disc Golf Pro Tour, I don't know if there's any positions that are still available. I know uh, both the PDGA and the Pro Tour had call-outs for some open positions, um, and I know there's been a number of people added to the, I was going to say the roster, but added to the staff and or um, uh, consultants, payrolls, whatever you want to call it, all those different things. Uh, so certainly getting geared up here for 2022 and looking forward to it. Um, let's sidetrack just for a moment to the other, some other sport we saw. Mm, no, let's not. Not, <laughs> not uh, a little bit of a heartbreaker if you are, in fact, a Packers fan, a little bit of a heartbreaker or a Bills that fan. went down. <laughs> Uh, with regard, yeah, Saturday was the Packer game, of course, in which the Packers were leading the whole time, lost on the last kick, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then naturally then, you know, the the r- rumor mill <laughs> wastes no time to get all fired up about Rodgers and he even said retirement today. or moving and yeah. all the things he has to think about, which is the mm. the best answer ever, right? Just Correct. A lot of things to process. A lot of things to process and think about. He doesn't know what he's going to do. Um, I personally hope he comes back. Because I I don't have a lot of faith in Jordan Love, but we haven't also seen him very much, so it's it's hard to really put your faith into that. The Packers special teams played like trash. Forty Niners uh, took advantage of that as they should. You know, Forty Niners offense was was kind of garbage. Packers defense played phenomenal, but the Packers offense didn't play very well either after the first quarter. So it it was a uh, yeah, it was not. If you're a Packers fan, it wasn't that great if you're a 49ers fan congratulations <laughs> um i feel much better than if i were a bills fan 
So. Yeah, so here's the uh, full disclosure. <clears throat> I didn't watch, apparently big mistake, I didn't watch one minute, not one snap of the game that is being revered as one of the greatest it, uh, roller coaster rides of all time and everything else that everyone's talked about. I don't believe I'm about to say this. I have been meaning to, which shows the importance since I haven't done it yet. I've been meaning to go back and look for the the 10-minute recap version of it because it has been, I mean, f- more than ever. I Facebook blew up. It's, it's so night. funny, and I'm going to say this because it, it dr- completely draws a parallel to disc golf, but I don't think you get the same... Oh no, no, no. I just want just, to see it because I've yeah. literally seen zero plays. That's why. And, I'm not saying I'm going to get the same feels. I know that. It, it just... But I literally have no idea how any of it went down. I mean, it was just touchdown after touchdown. Oh, okay. Like, it's... It, <laughs> again, it was like very little defense was being played, mm. but that's what made it exciting. You know, with like two minutes to go, Josh Allen goes up, you know, they, they, they've got like a... Oh, don't spoil it. Uh, they got a touchdown lead. And, you know, after the after you know it it was such a great game and then you know the chiefs go down and and score and then there's you know with two minutes and then the bills go down and score and get a three-point lead with 13 seconds left 13 seconds and the chiefs are able to get halfway down the field close enough for a a field goal it was again bad defense is being played which made for an exciting game Mm -hmm. i I mean it was I, i got to watch it it was a lot of fun and exciting it it, it brought the weekend up a little bit after Saturday's <laughs> game, and I just feel I, I feel for the Bills um, teams. Considering it, you know it went to overtime and then they lost on they, they they again they lost on the worst overtime rules imaginable in the NFL. As the Packers fans have been screaming about for you know five six years since we lost mm-hmm. in in the championship <laughs> game in overtime. To some really crappy rules, but uh, you know it is. I, I again, I think each team should have to play offense and defense once, not just oh my offense scored first because because we won the coin flip. Sorry, yeah, it's it is funny how how obviously outcomes of seasons feel like they can come down to a coin flip. Yeah, and this game it did feel like that. Like there are some games where if the Packers went into overtime, I wouldn't have felt that way. If we'd have lost, obviously, I'm sure I would have a different feeling. But that wasn't a game where you just felt like no matter what, someone was going to score because there was so little scoring in the game. But the Chiefs and the Bills, man, it it, it was it was uh, haymaker after haymaker. Hmm. And just when you think that something, you know, it's going to be it's third and long, and Josh Allen just you know throws the perfect pass to the perfect receiver who scored four touchdowns that night i forget gabriel was that Mm -hmm. who it was anyway it felt like no one was covering him all night so it is uh it again it's it's a sport sports are sports well yeah yeah and one one more time i'm not expecting to, to relive any of the feels i just literally had no idea how it went down so that that's why i would be looking uh, for a recap, <laughs> Ace Run says the game should still be going. Yeah, yeah and you saw a lot of really would be. You saw not only, of course, a lot of remarks uh, about that game, and and I think one of my favorite ones is somebody said uh, the rest of the season is just going to be uh, a best of seven series between mm-hmm. between them. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, we we quite literally it feels like we watched the Super Bowl. These yeah. the rest of these games are are they're going <laughs> to have a hard time living up pale in comparison. 
unless something amazing happens even the super bowl with all its hype i don't feel will be as good of a game as this uh as this divisional game so all right well that took place uh did anybody flop for uh for uh jake paul or anything this weekend was there any of that that boxing i don't think there was any celebrity stuff (laughs) i don't think there was uh it was there anything else going on out in the world of uh i'll say pop culture anything else we saw in social media uh uh, up is up to when was that released i know uh or sing sorry say up to sing <laughs> i was like up to sing. yeah didn't you say didn't you we we rented it the rent other night. that yeah. yeah we were actually when was that first release yeah, you, you didn't know that because i didn't tell you that but yeah we no, rent- i think you did i think you mentioned it uh, that's how i knew didn't it cost like 28 dollars or 24 dollars yeah yeah but that wasn't me i did not tell oh. you that but yeah, it costs twenty five bucks to rent it. So maybe we share accounts on some things. Yeah, you could have. If you don't know, I log into. Uh, maybe, but no. That yeah, I think you're thinking <laughs> okay. of somebody else. Okay, maybe. But okay. we did actually. We did the other night rent, uh, sing two rather than going to the theater and see uh-huh. it. Um, and it was good. It was it was a fun show. Um, I didn't like it as much as the first sing, but I also knew less of the songs mm. other than the U two songs. But that's mm. just my generation. Um, as opposed to sing the first sing cartoon and ultimately obviously rent it for the kids and this and that sat around and watched it with them and my wife and it was good it was a pleasurable cartoon to watch it didn't it didn't make me cringe it wasn't cringy <laughs> as the kids say okay uh ray is out on the board saying Paige pierce's documentary trailer is out and pretty cool terry has his voice featured a couple of times i don't we i don't know that i've seen that trailer that you speak of. I thought I heard somebody... Yeah, it was released like two weeks ago. We watched, I think we watched it after the podcast the other night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. We did. I okay. apologize. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, yeah. Yep. Now I, I wow, there's a few Terry details I recall. senile here. I know. I am. Um, yeah. Excited. I don't know. I don't know much. I, but I know am not sure what else... Uh, what the timeline looks like on that. I, I guess uh, that would be good for an update. I'll have to ask her about that uh, and see where that stands. I know there was uh, a huge push to possibly get things submitted for something late last year, um, but I think that deadline had come and gone, so maybe we're going to see something for this year. Yeah, thanks. You guys are you guys are reminding me of where I'm going, what I'm coming and doing. I appreciate that. As Sam says, you talked about it, Terry. This guy. Uh, <laughs> um, Today, uh, quick side note, I spent uh, a few trips back and forth. Uh, if you need any more disc shippers, as in my disc in a box, picked up an, another 10,000 or so of those. So I've got plenty. I'm fully restocked. Um, it, it, that's always a, a fun day. I, I just happened to pick the coldest day of the year so far to make sure that I was uh, schlepping boxes back and forth and loading and unloading them into various places, but all restocked on those uh, if you need any. All right, stupid Dakini. I can't read that. Um, sure, that's close enough. Dakini. Okay. Anyway, Circle Two should follow the same rules as Circle One in Pro Tour events. Thoughts? I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, Essentially, meaning you can't fall forward. Correct. That there'd be no falling putts in Circle Two. Mm. Uh, and would this be only as as maybe said it, here only at Pro Tour events? No, I think if certain it, tiers. I think if you change it, you change it throughout the entire landscape of our sport okay um i wouldn't be opposed to it i i I don't particularly mind the rules now Uh, we've talked about jump putts versus step putts and how close they can be and 
if people are, you know, falling on the wrong side of the rules at times, it's so difficult to tell. And my opinion generally is if the rule is so difficult to determine whether you're breaking it or not, it's probably a bad rule. So maybe that rule should be changed so that you can't do that. Um, or they change the circle to the jump putt rule or whatever that may be. But this particular question involves, uh, you know, whether circle two should be the same as circle one, then there would be no circle one. That would just be one big circle one then, right? <laughs> yeah. if, if the rules are the same, why designate circle one and circle two other than other than distance? Yeah, purely for some statistics. Here's here's one of the biggest challenges to that. And I'm, I'm not necessarily opposed to it still. I feel like one of the biggest challenges to, to that is. 66 feet, 20 meters, is takes so much longer and is so much more tough to determine mm-hmm. than 33 feet is. Yep. 32.8, whatever, if you want to get technical, than 10 meters. Now, is that... That, only, I think, is, is, is part of a big challenge. Is that only because we've done circle one for so much that you have a general idea of how far it yeah. is? Yeah. So, in, in, we'll just play pretend, in 10 years, when everybody's used to this circle two, do you think we could look at it and be like, oh, this that's... that's no, right. and... and I don't think it's just a matter of getting used to it. I think it's a matter of tell me where circle two is on every hole at Maple Hill. Yeah. It could be very difficult. Very tough to determine because almost every one of those greens is somewhat protected. Yeah. And I I understand what you're saying. Could we get used to kind of eyeing up 66 feet? Yeah. You could probably have some idea, but just think how relatively quick and easy it is to determine at that you know, those uh, 10 paces or 11 paces as opposed to <laughs> trying to step it up or, I mean, just think, think how tough it is right now. If well, <laughs> I have a pretty good idea, if somebody's 27 or 34 feet, all right, 57 and 64 feet. Yeah, that that would be so tough to find, have a finely tuned eye for your, uh, for the competitors and for anyone else to, to regularly know that. Um, as someone said, think of the extra time it would take to walk it off every time. <laughs> that's yeah, I'm, and I'm that's kind of my point. Like, it's it's relatively quick. You can get those eleven steps. steps in or whatever, um, or fourteen in my case. No, you could get those eleven steps in and still, you know, probably be near your time, your thirty seconds. Did I did I rant a couple months a couple weeks ago? Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. But shut up when you're out there watching golf. This is just a generic statement. I've noticed this a lot. I think I did this in in my in my post production coverage of an event recently. I love that we have fans. I love that we have enthusiastic people. But if you're watching live golf on site, just like do it quieter. Don't feel like you 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 you're using your outside voice with the person next to you when you're still only. 23 feet away from the person throwing i've just noticed a really bad trend of people disregarding general quietness as a spectator etiquette Etiquette. yes well and here's what i'm going to say if you're listening to this you're probably smart enough to (laughs) not do that you're speaking to people who probably are maybe not maybe just yeah they're a little more casual viewers as opposed to our beautiful and dedicated audience our smashies the best ones ever i just it feels like it's it's a growing trend of people just having a disregard they're like they're they're watching disc golf which is awesome that we have these fans in these galleries but they're talking at normal levels 
with definitely, I've said it before, if I can hear you and I'm deaf in one ear, the players can definitely hear you. And I'm not saying you have to sit there and never say a word, but just do it more quietly and discreetly or at the appropriate times. If you're going to, and if you don't want to be quiet, then wander off into not near the players. That's all. And I just, I want to say it because I'm, it's getting worse. And hopefully, hopefully, yeah. And They're, maybe it's just the, the level of tournaments I'm at. The players lately. are just going to have to up their game, my friend. If I want to talk, that's too bad for them. <laughs> that, I guess that's another way to look I, at I it. I mean, I know it sounds silly, but we, we, we watch, and I know just it's like a different a golf. culture, <laughs> golf or basketball, when people are throwing through free throws. It. Like, mm-hmm. the minute you get a big group together, it's going to be more and more difficult to, to wrangle them. They somehow manage it in golf. But, yep, it, I, I agree. There is a, a much m- more buttoned up peer pressure to that than there has been or just the fact of getting thrown out yeah yeah just the fact of getting thrown and and if the and if the dgpt if we want to enforce that if you know if you if somebody is yelling you know if paul Macbeth is lining up a putt from 45 feet and someone right away yells put it in paul as he's swinging through and just keep repeatedly (laughs) yells these things then Certainly, we're, we're. I think you have a conversation with that person, and if it, they keep it up, they're gone. I, it's going to be the nice thing about doing a uh, an actual ticketing system for for spectators is that there's going to be more responsibility uh, as opposed to just like an open golf event or an open park event that we had in the past. Well, Ray Ray asks a great question, which. I don't know if we're there yet, and I guess it would this goes right it would, along with that. It would go, yeah, along with exactly what Johnny's saying, and and as to what's happening, he asks: Are players allowed to ask for spectators to get tossed? Um, I mean, I'll say that largely would start with the venue. I think it would. Well, I think it would depend on the ticketing situation. and venue, right? Well, I mean, it would have to start there. I mean, you can't ask someone. Like, I'll just use, and, and I know this is very different, and they're not on the pro tour right now, but. Look at the memorial, for instance. If you're on the sidewalk being just loud and obnoxious, there's nothing really anyone can do about it. Correct. However, you go to Maple Hill, which is private property. You go to the LVC, which is used at the uh, at the golf course at Wild Horse, which is treated like private property or uh, for for the weekend at least. Like so, there's just different scenarios where that could or couldn't play out. Um, but almost every venue, almost every venue on the pro tour. Um, I think it, every venue this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I think of an Idlewild. Like, clearly, you know, if they have a ticketing, if they have a gate ticketing system, then that's very different than if people are just allowed to come to the park and to watch and then being asked to leave. And then what authority do you have to get someone to leave? Yeah, it, Waco, uh, you know, that's, you know, at a public park. Yeah, if someone's standing outside that fence and didn't buy a ticket, or I don't know how exactly the Waco Park is situated, that would be much more difficult. Yeah, so uh, there's some questions there. Can a, can a player ask? Uh, I, I don't know that they can right now, or may, may, I don't know. Short answer is I don't know. We're going to find can out. Ask. We're going to find out <laughs> yeah, in the next few out. years. <laughs> let's see if we can get Terry kicked out of a pro tour. <laughs> oh, event. my gosh. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I probably could. I'd take my damn microphone with me, though. <laughs> You'd have to go find a new mic. <laughs> we kicked out Terry. <laughs> and now we have no mic. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, 
All right. Uh, Getting the whole, uh, yeah, every throw. I know that does definitely get obnoxious. Uh, didn't a guy run into the field and get tackled by a player on the, in the Chiefs-Bills game? I think I did see a uh, highlight of that sort. I didn't actually see the highlight. What I saw was um, they came back from commercial, and they went to the field, and Tony Romo's talking, and in the corner of the screen, you suddenly see some rustling, and it looked like someone went for the ball or went to be like the center, mm. uh, got on the field, and then they cut away to the wide shot from the top of the stadium well, the the announcers are talking and filling time because they never the NFL never shows someone mm-hmm. uh, doing that because they don't want to promote that and, and make it more popular. And so I haven't seen behind the scenes, but there's always fan cams that come out of that stuff. And someone said Stefan Diggs gave him a good shove. Now here, and and it's funny because for a totally different reason, when I do see the footage of that happening, all I think about is is. <laughs> maybe as gratifying or satisfying as it feels for him to to tackle or or remove like just think of the liability he's setting himself up for as he tackles this spectator or this patron or this ticket goer or this whatever ticket holder and the guy's a heart attack Uh, yeah the guy anything happens broken shoulder or ptsd you name it i'm just you know think of our of our litigation happy you know world that we're in and, and and maybe there is a, a a serious injury or not a serious injury, and then just think about how Diggs specifically sets himself up for you know I mean who's going to sure, go after a millionaire real quick? I know, but I'm sure there are some sort of liability things on the back of your ticket talking about the, <laughs> if you get tackled by a player because your if, jackass ran onto the field. Yeah, if you're, too yeah. bad. Yeah, kind of. I, I, I'm I sure there's some waivers, but within yeah. reason too, because nobody's expecting getting tackled by a football player that's uh, not wearing a uniform. Yeah. Yeah. expecting to be if you run on the field <laughs> yeah yeah you're still not yes you are i'm sorry if you, you run on think that field, uh, if you run on that field i've seen enough players hit spectators or knock them down or or check or check them still don't think it's legit i i have no problem with it you you are on I'm, the I'm field not saying i don't i'm not saying i, I might s- have personally, i think it's legit I, but no. at that point, that, that's, that, at that no. point, it's self defense. You don't know what no. that you don't know what that person's doing out on the field. No. You don't know if they're out there with with a weapon. You don't know if they're out there to cause harm. You, that is a uh, that is a self defense or uh, we'll say a uh, a citizens type thing. If, if you saw somebody uh, walk into a store with brandishing a knife mm-hmm. and and you knocked them down, okay, I mean. You're probably a still going to get sued because that's probably, how effed up our society probably. is. But B, that, th- th- that's very different than some guy who runs onto the field, grabs a football, and starts running. And one of the players from either team is going to go tackle that guy. I just uh, I and I'm not saying I don't appreciate no, it. I, we it all funny. appreciate it. We yeah, all think I'm not it's saying funny. I don't appreciate it. I, I'm just saying I you think, are setting yourself up for potential trouble, and it's not really within your realm. You are not paid as the football player. That is what security mm-hmm. is for. That is what the officials are for. That is not your job to go tackle that guy. Okay, even the official, whomever. I I can understand where you're coming from, and I agree to a point. I am just saying that you see somebody run on the field, and whether they go for the ball or they're just out there running around, taking their shirt off because they've had too much to drink, you don't know that person's intentions intentions or uh, mental 
condition at that point, whether it's uh-huh. been too much drugs, so you think drugs, alcohol. You think as the professional football player, you, stopping them. It is your. It is your. I think it's your. You. you I think job. I think duty. It's not duty or responsibility. Job. None of those. But I think you are within your rights to 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 subdue a person, and you do that in whichever means. I'm. I'm. Guess what? I'm 245 pounds of pure muscle, and and you're some slightly overweight drunk kid who's 19 years old running around on a field. I'm sorry that it doesn't take me much effort to knock you down, especially in full pads. Just just putting it out there. All right. Yeah, and remember that. And someone said, "Yeah, remember the dude that jumped onto the tennis court and stabbed the uh, uh, the woman in the back uh, 20 years ago now." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you see something like that, you just you just don't know. You don't know intent. You don't know. I, I think at that point, <laughs> as funny as it is, at that point it becomes fair game. Like it's it's almost more fun that way. So, <laughs> but yeah, you just you don't know. Listen, I've seen. Oh, crap! What was the movie? Um, uh, I've seen the last Boy Scout where you've got Bruce Willis up in the stands. It's like an old nineties, and he, he more or less there's somebody try, I think trying to shoot football players. Okay, from that's very different. I, is that 100% is very different. different. Again, just like your it, weapon it uh, brandishing a firearm. But I've seen that the is last very different. Out. All right, <laughs> you preventing somebody from shooting somebody that else. That, I think great. It's good. Movie. Bruce Willis saves the day, of course. Uh, so. Oh yeah. Is there any movie where he doesn't? Mm. Uh, I, I guess technically the Sixth Sense. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> he doesn't save anybody there. <laughs> um. Monica Sellis, yes, she was the I, tennis player. I knew it player. started with an S. I was trying to think that, of who it was. Got yes. stabbed in the back. Okay, that sounds okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> uh, Ray says, like, if a player totally shanks a drive off the tee directly into someone's face, that spectator was not in the way. You know, and it's funny because but I, t- I think we talked about this like two weeks ago. Again, you, 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 when you go on to a a golf course you are assuming responsibility, just like if you're in a stands at a hockey game. If you read the back of your ticket, there are. You're basically mm-hmm. signing away liability rights. All right. Kenny says, yeah, the after show where we talk about things other than pickleball. <laughs> uh, I know, because what Disc Golf Podcast doesn't usually just uh, uh, segue right into things like pickleball. I hear you. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Disc Golf Luke says the player had the gun because he had to score the pay debt, so he shot the. Uh, also, I, I that's funny because earlier when I was thinking about some sponsorships, I'm assuming this is the same Disc Golf Luke. It is. Uh, Disc Golf Luke from uh, right here in Wisconsin, <sighs> trying to knock off uh, Team Captain Andrew Marweed uh, over there at Team DGA. Disc Golf Luke, I believe, recently picked up by DGA. So congratulations, congratulations to him, uh, and certainly check out. Uh, he does a lot of great trick shots and really fun challenges that you probably can't do. Uh, check him out on TikTok. Uh, that is Disc Golf Luke. Good to hear from you and see you out there, buddy. I'm not on the Disc Golf TikToks. I can't. Uh, I mean, Madison, if she didn't make a, a a play for it earlier, I don't know who does. But uh, I keep telling my kids I'm going to start. And they say, yeah, you said that last week. I'm going to start. And I just have to find the the right... Um, I don't want to say uh, niche. I want to find the right. I don't want to say content either. 
Well, that's just the right weird. angle of how I want to go about and what I feel like I want to have for a presence on there. I'm not getting into all of the trendy TikTok dances. You should. <laughs> that could uh, the, attract <laughs> some. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That would not be a good idea. Shirtless, uh, please. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Uh, so l- look for those. I feel like some behind-the-scenes stuff I think some people would really enjoy. Um, when we're at events yes, and access to some of the players, uh, some of them that are a little f- more forthcoming, gives us some info, maybe some owl calls. Just follow Madison, like Madison around. Yeah. <laughs> what you need what to do is learn some, learn some bird calls and hide oh and make gosh. the calls around Madison and uh, see. And then ju- yeah, and then see if I can. Kinda... <laughs> <laughs> Look around. Like, what is that? Oh, is... Uh, that would be a good idea. Because it doesn't the... sound creepy at all. Is that the red-headed, bearded woodpecker? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the male ones are much better looking. Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's what they always say. All right. <laughs> all right. Reading off the board, uh, what if there's no ticket and one of those people is on the sidewalk? Yeah. I, That's uh, a whole again, different situation. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I will say, though, that is such a huge point for the disc golf pro tour is having um, i'll use i'll use my own phrase a controllable venue uh something that has that isn't just public parks with public access at any time those are all components that go into venue and course development and uh i don't want to just say design course development uh for the disc golf pro tour those things are crucial um yeah all right. Ray says, does anyone actually look forward to the Winter Olympics? Yeah, I think some people do. <laughs> I was just thinking because right when you said that, all I thought of or the first thing that popped in my head was Sean White, who's going for his final, supposedly final so, yeah, Olympics. Supposedly. I, I know. I, mm-hmm. he, they, that's what he said. And that's what everyone's selling it as. But with snowboarding, I guess I don't know. I mean, he's got to be in his upper 30s. Yeah, that sounds and, about right. Yeah. And, and so... Just in general, um, I think some people do get excited for it. I, thirty five thir- still still looks like the guy from American Pie. Still does, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, is it? It wouldn't shock me if at thirty nine he did it again. Yeah. So why not? If you're if you're still doing it, it feels like this might be his last one, just based on commercials and things. I have I have no inside information with Sean White, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know why, but I really enjoy watching. I mean, everyone likes watching curling. It's like the one time a year everybody anybody cares about anybody cares about curling, Mm -hmm. uh, unless you're in the local curling club, which of which Milwaukee has a relatively large one. Oh yeah. Um, I like watching the cross country skiing and and shooting. Mm. I don't know why, but it's there's just something fun about it. Like watching these people just ski with this gun slung into their back, and then suddenly have to stop, line up shots, and probably hit nine out of ten of them. And then they have to go again. So yeah, it, there's something. It does sound right, but there's something peaceful about just watching these people on these long ass courses, just cross country ski. I'd go as far as saying I don't think I get too amped up or jacked up about any of. I love the luge. I love watching luge. You know, mm. two man, four man, single man, like uh, yeah. uh was it sc- uh, skull? Um, where they're. I think they're their 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 feet first. There's only one guy on his back as opposed yeah. to the, um, the, of course the Jamaican team, right? Well, yeah, they're my favorite. I mean, <laughs> R.I.P. John Candy. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, another qu- uh, something that came in that I was reading. Sorry. Um, NBC is trying to is trying their best to sell it, but you're struggling. I can understand that. Oh, uh, someone asked if there's going to be a special live interview on Smashbox with Cat tomorrow. Uh, that's a great question. In fact, Johnny called me and had said had asked if that's something that we could potentially uh, hunt down Katrina for, or maybe even have kind of an ex- a, an interview with her potentially even tonight that then we could release. Uh, I I like I was the idea. Ahead. Skeleton, yeah. thank you. Yeah, very uh very forward thinking on your part, Johnny. Um I, someone's got to be the brains. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I just I just wander around. <laughs> um that thought was talked about and I had said I feel like I don't want to say I feel like the time had come and gone, but if if she wanted to be intentional or her sponsors wanted to be intentional about uh, having it on Wednesday, it it didn't feel like it would be necessarily sincere or it'd feel kind of weird to have it and then release it the next day. I don't know. Uh, I'll be the first to admit it just didn't excite me the way that I'd say our our normal live interviews do. Um, Have we ever pre-recorded an interview? We haven't. 387 shows in and we've never really pre-recorded now i know you're asking you said well maybe we could have a special edition um if cat wanted to do that we could possibly find a way to make that happen but um i got a lot of stuff going on and and if 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 that doesn't necessarily uh jump out at her or them uh, them being the sponsor as a special initiative they want to take i i'm going to be the first to admit I wasn't jumping all over about the idea of uh, hunting down that interview and making it all happen partially. And this is my own fault, partially because I know where she's going and not that's not a rip on the sponsor. It's because I've known for a while and therefore some of the genuine excitement, anticipation and excitement for me has kind of slowed that's all I can say. I mean, there, there's no disrespect to to her sponsor or cat or anything like that. It's just something within me, and maybe call that a, a I don't know a journalistic flaw. Whammo would be very upset at that. <laughs> call it a journalistic flaw, if you will. But lightning discs takes just, offense to that. I don't want to say it feels like it's old. By tomorrow, when it's renewed, that's a good way to put it. By tomorrow, when it is announced, it will feel like old news to me. Sure, and that's all. All right, uh, yeah. Uh yeah yeah Tim's got it right I'm just the eye candy here. Uh, watch Cat pull a KJ and announce she is joining Prodigy for another four years. That would be a heck of uh, a twist. That would be a fun twist. That certainly would be. Uh, Eric, a good piece there says uh, excited for the skins match at Eagles Crossing. That was uh, talked a little bit. It hit the. The internets this week. That's going to be Scott Stokely, Brody Smith, uh, Eagle McMahon, and Ricky Wysocki. And April? Does that sound right? In April? Um, I I don't know when. Okay. I'm going to say April. I'm going to make that up. Someone made the joke. like It was nice to get $12,000 for for Eagle and Ricky there, (laughs) (laughs) assuming that Brody and Stokely wouldn't get any, which I don't necessarily think is true. No, especially when it comes to things like a skins match. Yeah, and at that course, 
um, which is highly, extremely difficult for every person. I think that uh, anybody has a chance to to pick up uh, a good shot, throw one in, um, no matter who you are. I, I I think it could be interesting. I'm curious to see how it goes. Okay. Oh oh, you guys oh you guys caught my hints. Which, if you think I tried to make a hint and or slipped up, then I'm just being ignorant. So I wouldn't put too much stock in anything I just said. <laughs> that should be the ultimate disclaimer Listen. for every podcast, by the way. You're not wrong. <laughs> um, here's a spoiler. I know she's not going to Prodigy. <laughs> ah, Johnny. We're, 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 we're not going to see the KJ. Okay. Uh, Elijah says it's like Dismania's hype video just to say stay tuned for next week. Okay. Um, there are some big releases coming out. I, guess, I was going to say a number of manufacturers. I, I, I can't even show preference to any one of them. You're going to see some big releases coming out. Lots of things going on. I don't know that I have a lot more here, Johnny. Nor do I. I think we kind of went over everything. I mean, we got, we got all the pickleball stuff out in the regular uh, yeah, show. So I mean, what is left to talk about? Yeah, that's a good call. Um, all we can do right now is probably just give something away, Terry Miller. Well, that sounds like a good thing to do. Let's give some action away. Uh, of course, you become eligible in doing so uh, to win some of this sweet, sweet weekly ash- action. Any support via our Patreon page, that's patreon.com slash TV. If you support us in any regard at any level there, uh, that makes you eligible for the weekly giveaways that take place every week right around this time of the show, hours and hours in. We pull down the list of everyone that is currently supporting us via Patreon. And, and the then, people that sign up on the website. Yes, you can do that as well. And... Once we pull down that list, we then randomly generate a number or two or three, and then we uh, correspond that to the downloaded list that Johnny V had just downloaded literally moments ago. And then uh, I will usually then reach out to said person and confirm a mailing address and or size or possibly a disc preference or maybe a beef jerky preference it depends on what we're giving away that week but whatever the case might be uh i then will send something out to you so let's give something away terry miller all right i don't know what it's going to be but we'll find something to give away i got lots of discs to give away maybe maybe an mvp disc uh of sorts uh well if madison would get us something we could <laughs> give some. i'll find something uh to give away for you guys uh, usually it's going to be at least of a 10 to 12 dollar retail value that's at minimum can be upwards of 15 20 30 dollars we've given away all sorts of stuff but i'll find something to give away to one lucky randomly selected winner tonight you ready to do this i am i am ready we have 180 people eligible for this giveaway this week so terry how do you i i sorted them by address Mm. so if you do not happen to have your address in patreon you got put towards the bottom of the list all right so people who do have it which usually are our our higher uh, Patreon supporters, so we can do things like you know the shirts, the give or the clothing, the the discs, uh, the the mini support, things like that. Tend to request an address in Patreon. So Terry, what are we doing? I don't know. We head over to random.org. As you said, we've got 180 people, and it's not fun just to generate the very first number. So let's go with. I don't know. I mean, I I just released. 
four videos on the MPO side, four videos on the FPO side of the Jubilee. That's what you were thinking too. So I think the lucky number should be four. The fourth number you generate should correspond to some random person on our spreadsheet. Not so random person. Not so random person. So it's not going to be number 145. It's not going to be number 12. It's not going to be 14. Give us somebody with an address. It is going to be... 142 <laughs> probably someone without an address you're gonna have to reach out to them um, and get the address but let me find out what 142 is let me go to my list here heading on over to the spreadsheet so we can correspond that joseph a thomas yeah so, buddy congratulations joseph thank you for being a patreon supporter um your address is blank <laughs> you are a you are a supporter so thank you very much joseph speaking of which i need to reach out because we're gonna have to ask him to put his address in based on his uh support level yes thank you so much joseph again i will shoot you an email and uh, i don't think joseph has ever won before so, uh, so i'll shoot you an email and confirm what we have for a mailing address and we'll get something shipped out to you all right, I'm going to read a few last things on the board, see if there's anything specific. I have a Smashbox autograph disc hanging on my wall. That's awesome, Ken. We appreciate the support. Um, <laughs> Sam says, just keep spinning until I win. Sam, that wouldn't be fun for everybody else. I'm thinking these giveaways are fake, but we all love them too much to say anything. <laughs> no, not not true at all, Ray. Uh, <laughs> there's a number of people. What I think we need to do is be more encouraging of once people win something uh, that they do to photo post it. A picture and, yeah, post it and tag us. So it's that weird we that can, it's always uh, your family that's taking those pictures. I'm <laughs> <Yes>. just kidding. <laughs> it's always your daughters and dressed up in different outfits. Hey, yeah. Look, I won again. I'm Sam Martinson. <laughs> uh, we... <laughs> We just let them play this. All right. Uh, <laughs> Ray, I once... Yeah, see, Sam is one. Guys, we have to thank you so much, guys, gals, and everyone. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here tonight. We hope you found a little bit of fun, maybe a little bit of value even, but mainly, hopefully, fun uh, in sitting with us for a couple hours, whether it was during the regular show or here in the after show. Uh Next week, I'm I'm going to probably have some Maricopa Meadows updates, some Maricopa Open. Maybe we'll have a champion from an FPO or MPO side join us on the show if that works out. I know someone like Adam Hammes is going for a three-peat. He was taken down by his good friend Anthony Barella a few weeks ago at Shelly Sharp. So uh, may we see a, a rematch there and then, of course, plenty of other strong contenders. Also, we'll mark the one-year anniversary of of discovering the uh, the super skills of one Holland Hanley. So always fond memories. Mm. Also a good trivia question is that AB accepted his first ever professional cash at the Maricopa Open. What year? Well, that's for you to look up because I don't remember. But it did happen at this event. So uh, lots of great memories and looking forward to making more this weekend. So we're going to sign off for Johnny V and myself, Terry Miller, the Disc Golf Guy. This has been Podcast 387's After Show. We love you. Thank you for supporting us. And we love our Patreon subscribers even more. We'll see you next week when you step inside the Smashbox. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.